All right, welcome back to the Content Agent Podcast. This podcast is all about utilizing content or attraction marketing to generate a ton of high quality leads that actually want to work with you. My name is Dan Parker. And I'm Byrne McGovern. We are both YouTube content marketers and real estate agents here in beautiful, sunny San Diego. And today we have the pleasure of talking to the man himself, Mr. Ken Posick, Star Wars aficionado out of Orlando, Florida with Keller Williams. If you don't know of Ken, you definitely should because he is doing YouTube at such a crazy high level. I mean, he's he literally is my favorite person to watch on YouTube as far as real estate agents. And there are a lot of great ones out there. So um, it was really nice to talk to Ken about everything he's doing currently to be successful on YouTube, but also everything he's done over the last three years and how he's progressed and changed. Uh, this was a really fun conversation and uh, we're happy to have Ken on. And before we get started, I did want to mention that we are now members of the Industry Syndicate, the Real Estate and Mortgage Podcast Network. All right, let's go ahead and get started. Cool. Welcome to the podcast, Ken. How are you doing today? Man, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, you're, you're a busy man, I am sure. And I'm excited to uh, hear exactly what's going on in your life and how much YouTube has affected you and, and helped you grow your business. Um, and yeah, we're just we're just happy to have you. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, YouTube's yeah, been looking, a lot of fun. <laughs> I've been looking forward to this one for a while because I got a lot of questions for you, Ken. A lot of questions. <laughs> let's get let's get into it. I'm excited. All right. Well, Ken, why don't we just start off with, uh, you know, it's really interesting to see the video quality that you're putting out, see all the success you're having right now. What did? How did that whole process go? Like, tell us from kind of beginning to where you're at now and where the light bulb happened of like how you should create content to really get leads on YouTube. Yeah, man. So, you know, I'm not originally from Orlando. And so um, I'm from Detroit originally. And so when I started out here, I, I did a lot of things wrong. But one of the things I'd noticed that agents were getting on YouTube and, you know, I'm like doing luxury listings. I had no listings. So I'm just like, well, I'm going to start doing, um, you know, new home tours. And I just grabbed my my cell phone and just kind of walked around model homes and kind of tried to figure out some of the SEO behind it. And um, believe it or not, I actually got a couple leads and I was like, hmm, there's something to this, you know, but it was very, very much so like, me based. It was like, you know, um, I've been doing this forever and, you know, I'm the greatest agent I'll save you a ton of money and blah, 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 blah. Like just the old sailing techniques. Right. And so about 18 months ago, uh, not only did our, our quality of, of what we do improve, but then we kind of pivoted to just be like the knowledge broker. And I'm like, I'm going to shoot videos that people are going to be, be like highly Googleable, if you will. But then also when people are moving to the area, I show up, right? And then I'm just kind of like the gracious host. And at the end, once I've learned, you know, I've earned their their view and asked um, the ask, then I, I hit them for the, you know, hey, if you're buying or selling, I'd love to be a real estate resource of choice. Nice. That, that, that's great. I mean, this is kind of the goal of the, especially the YouTube um, real estate genre here. Um, so did you guys, were you also big into YouTube before you even moved to Orlando or did you just start it once you got to Orlando? Yeah, never. I was, uh, I was into like farming, like direct mail farming and sphere. That was like my jam. And so I built like a, you know, we were doing 114, we did 114 sales in 2016. It was my best year ever in Detroit. Uh, I was like 40 million. So not a ton, but you know, decent business. Um, and so that was starting over here. I'm like, well, I don't have a sphere. It takes me forever to grow farm a farm. I'll do, you know, something else. So I started buying like Zillow and all these other kind of things. That didn't really work for me because that's just not like who I am. And so um, yeah, this has all been really new for me on the YouTube journey. Yeah, this is kind of like exactly the what my uh whole journey has been too, because I was a, a realtor up in Los Angeles, moved to San Diego in 2015, starting from I knew two people in San Diego. So 
I'm like, okay, I did the whole Zillow thing. I did Lopo. I did all these stupid lead generation things that I hate cold leads because I suck at them, but warm leads I do really, really well with. And um, basically I did this very similar. I mean, not as well as you're doing right now, but I'm, we're getting there slowly, but surely, but it's just sure. been uh, the leads you got. I'm not, I think you probably speak for it. The leads you get from YouTube are the greatest leads you could probably, probably get. Yeah. Other than like your mom saying like, <laughs> I met this person and, you know, like handing it over. I don't even, I, honestly, probably not. Yeah. Probably YouTube's better than that. <laughs> <laughs> I would agree with that too, actually. Uh, that's awesome. Um, and how much, um, I don't like to, you know, we're not gonna get too much into numbers, but how much of your business do you get from YouTube? I guess it's thir- uh, year to date, it's 30. We actually just had our off speeding this morning. So I know it's, so it's 38% of our business right now. Uh, and so we've already closed out, uh, closed and pending year to date. We're at 55 and a half million. Ooh, and, uh, so it's a good number is coming from YouTube. So we'll do, uh, we're, you know, we're on pace to, to close out over 110 million this year of which, you know, call it a third of our business is coming from YouTube. That's crazy. And especially knowing that, you know, well, at least I have to imagine with your channels, kind of like ours, where a lot of the leads that you're getting in are buyers in this crazy market, that's hard to get buyers under contract. It is. Yeah. And what's, um, I was just talking to actually an agent in my market the other day and he's like, you know, I'm, you're doing really good on YouTube. You know, I know probably killing it from there. I'm like, yeah, it's, you think it's easy to a create a channel that creates leads, but then try working like 70% buyers. It's tough. <laughs> and, uh, but the cool thing, like we're starting to get seller leads, but it's like people that started subscribing a year ago and our channel growth has been, you know, it was like, you know, 400 subs the first year, a thousand, the second year, 5,000, the third year. And then now we're up to 10,000 for 500, something like that. And, um, and so to, it's cool to think that, you know, the leads that we're getting now, they're seller leads that are telling me they've been watching for years. Well, I mean, really, I would hope that three years from now, we're going to have this like meteoric seller rise. At least that's what I hope anyways. Uh, and so we'll see like as people kind of tune in over the years, like what that'll do for our business. So do you think there are any like specific video topics you guys do that will attract more sellers or it's just the the general content for the area? You do it long enough, you get enough exposure, then eventually they'll turn into seller leads. Yeah, I think the second part that what you just said, like I've, we've tried seller content before and it never really worked it was always like um because because nobody nobody that owns a house is like going online and googling like what's my home maybe we're what's my home worth in you know orlando but like it's hard to do that you know and, and actually get found by a seller like the amount of people searching is, is just way less than people looking to buy and move here so uh for us we're always doing like two buckets with our content it's like um discoverability stuff so like you know people that are gonna moving to orlando moving to this specific area that kind of thing and then entertainment so it becomes like the best pizza shop the best coffee shop the best whatever you know in the area um doing with tour on shacks listing um you know that kind of stuff so we're trying to like hook them and then keep it relevant for them once they move here, because that's the other thing is like, how do you, as a, like, I'm a sphere guy, like database, building a list, all that kind of stuff. And so when somebody buys, how do I keep them entertained for the next seven to 10 years until they look to sell? And so that's kind of um, the thing that we're trying to solve with our, with our channel. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. That's- um, what does your current process look like? How many videos are you putting out per week? How many, like if you, I know you kind of film it one day a week and then try to knock out two videos, something, something like that. Yeah. So it's every, uh, every Thursday we go out, uh, from like eight 30 to 12 30. Um, and we shoot two videos. And so it's, um, the process really is just, I take a look at like, I use morning fame at this point. Uh, that's my go-to jam. 
on like keyword research for my channel, what, what, what holes that I can fill. And so we create two videos around that. And so I go, you know, so that's, that's really key for, I think people, anybody listening is like, you know, don't just go do videos because you want to, you know, you, you want an ego video or like, Hey, that sounds like a good idea. You should probably figure out, are people even looking for that video? Like, are they, or do they even care about what you want to talk about? Right. So, um, so now we're going basically figuring out what those two videos are. We go shoot it. My videographer also edits it, uploads it to YouTube for me. And now we've started cutting it down and, and putting it into stuff for IGTV. And, um, so cuts that up for me. I'm still responsible for the title description and thumbnail. And, uh, we get that out every Tuesday and Saturday. You're putting out two videos a week now. At this point. Yep. Wow. Yep. Okay. And how That's much time is it? I'm, I'm trying to get to, but I haven't quite gotten <laughs> to that. Uh, you know, time time is the essence these days, especially with running around with these buyers. But you got a whole team. How, how many people do you have on your team? I guess is a big question. Mm, yeah. So we just went on a little bit of a hiring spree over the past 30 days. Um, so Q1, you know, we ended up with me, three agents, two assistants. Now we just basically doubled the team. So it's wow. four, eight, four agent or four assistants. Cause we've got like 62 pending right now. So, um, one person's a marketing manager. She just basically handles our database, our listing onboarding, um, handling everything to do. That's like lead facing, uh, making sure that everything's dialed in and then three transaction coordinators, uh, six agents and myself. So how do you manage that as far as the leads coming in? So obviously you just said, yes, one kind of kind of managing that, but what does that look like? Because someone reaches out, they're expecting to talk to you, I imagine. And then how do you, how are you able to funnel that to your team and make that kind of a cohesive process? So where we're at today, um, my, my transaction coordinator, who's worked with me since I lived in Michigan, she, oh, cool. she lived up there and then moved shortly after we did and, uh, to kind of like continue on. And, uh, she's actually taken over my email almost completely. So um, she basically knows exactly what to say based on the type of leads that come in. And um, that's usually what we're pushing people towards. We get a lot of responses on Instagram. We get a lot of people that text or call me. Um, but more and more, my video is just like, email me, email me. Yeah. That's all I want. Just <laughs> freaking email me. Um, I, we do get a lot of spam through our website, which has actually been a problem for us. We're trying to solve right now. But I would say the great majority of them are now coming through email. So she uh, she takes it she, and she's in my email acting as me and like, hey, well, I'm super excited to meet with you. Thank you so much for reaching out. The next step would actually be getting into my calendar. And I've actually created a link that's super easy. So we use Calendly. Calendly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's like, Hey, go to helloposic.com, whatever time works for you drop in there. And then we'll take 15 minutes to talk about your journey and see how we can best help. And then, so I'm still doing those. Like I do four or five buyer consults a day. Wow. And, um, and so that's tough, <laughs> but it, 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 a lot of times they want to talk to me. And so, um, so we have those 15 minute conversations and, you know, sometimes they're five minutes, sometimes they're 15, but, um, I hear a little bit about them and say, you know what? Great. So, you know who you should work with on my team. If you're looking to move to the villages, that's a 55 and older community. I've got somebody that's on my team that specializes in that neighborhood. You're going to freaking love her. Um, when can I have Brie reach out to you? And then okay. I hand it off. And that works pretty well for you. Like they're totally accepting of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's very few and far between that they're not. Well, and and honestly, fair, at the, we're at this point, I, I don't have the time to take yeah. them. And so like, if they, if they say, no, I, it's you or that, you know, you or no, nobody. Okay. Well then good luck with that Redfit agent, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, to be fair on your videos, it's can pose a group is what you're pushing too. So I think, you know, you're, you're, you're sprinkling it in the very beginning. And then you're also, as soon as you have them on the call, you're letting them know right away who they're going to be talking to. I mean, that just makes a lot of sense. 
Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. And I th- that's actually been a pivot for us. So it used to be like, I'd love to be your real estate research choice. I want to be your realtor. Uh, you know what I mean? And so people were like a little weird. So then throughout the process, it was like, you know what? I'm going to switch this up a little bit, start talking a little bit more about my team, start introducing some of my team members on some of our videos. Like Bree, who I just talked about, we have like, you know, we did a villages video, which is like, if you guys don't know, villages has like a hundred thousand houses. It's like the number one retirement community in the world. Well, and um, it's like an hour from Orlando. So she happens to live up kind of towards there. So we did a video with her. It's got 70,000 views in a month. She's getting like leads every day. And the cool thing is they're reaching out to her directly um, to her team email address. And so we can kind of track some of those things, but uh, you know, that's been other ways that we can try to start uh, pivoting and, and introducing some of our other team members. All right. Well, yeah. That kind of goes into my next question too, is, you know, when you're building a team, you have this YouTube channel, you are the face of the YouTube channel. You know, at what point do you decide whether you want or don't want to bring in team members? You know, I've heard a lot Mm -hmm. of people talking about this and then obviously the fear of if you're going to, if team members come and go over time and you still have their information on there, like, you know, what is, what is your guys thought about that? So, um, I was really purposeful, like when we shot videos with other people on the team and it was like, um, it's going to be the email address that we give out is going to be our team email address. So if they ever leave that email, then gets forwarded over to me, we can kind of track the leads out. And Hey, if that person wants to work with that agent specifically, great. I'll refer it out for a 50% referral fee. And, um, and we're good to go there. Um, if, if I lose, you know, leads along the way, I'm, I'm pretty like open about, you know, lead flow and that kind of thing. I think that they also understand that it took me going on four years to build the channel and the yeah. systems that we have. So our retention, like we've, we've had to let two agents go. Um, but in terms of people leaving, like people just don't leave. They're kind of like, you know what my admin's taken care of. My marketing systems are taken care of 90% of my business comes from Ken. You know, they're all making over six figures. No problem. Why would they ever go anywhere? So, um, we're hiring to that kind of mentality. Like we're not looking for people to just join in, join out. And we're also not just hiring anybody. We take them through a really deep process. And, uh, and so hopefully um, we'll be able to retain them as long, long as possible. I also think you seem like a good guy, a good boss to have, Ken. I feel oh, like man, if I, I were just it. getting started and I were in Orlando, I'd want to be on the Posec team. Man, I appreciate it. I, I try um, <clears throat> Ryan holidays. I'm a big fan of Ryan holiday and the whole like ego is the enemy. And you know, for me, it's, it is like truly is a team effort. I couldn't do what I do without my admin. I couldn't do it without my buyer's agents or my, my agent partners or what we call them. And so uh, for me, it's like, you know, it's treat them as like, hey, listen, we're all in this together. We've got this really big team goal and this big thing we're trying to build together. And I think that that also helps with retention. And does everyone on your team have to be a Star Wars fan or is that? Um, <laughs> it's preferred. It's preferred. Okay. We did just hire this new, this new, uh, this new success partner, like a t- transaction coordinator. And uh, she's like, you know what? I'm not even really that big of a Disney fan. I was like, I think I miss, I made a mishire over here. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's great. But now it's good. And how much of your kind of, because you're obviously in Orlando. So Disney, mm-hmm. Disney is a huge part of your channel. Like how, have you figured out a way to do like, not just talk about Disney all the time. Do you do it like once a month? Or are you doing it? Like, I mean, cause that's a big part of your channel, correct? It, it is. Yeah. I mean, if, um, you know, we, we talk about it a lot, you know, really it's more like what's the proximity to the theme parks versus the airport versus where we're at in this neighborhood today. We talk about that a lot. Um, sure. you know, when, when I do a vlog style, which I haven't done a ton of, but they have gotten really great traction. Like last year when Disney shut down, we did a vlog. I saw like, well, cause everything shut down. Right. And I thought it was like, you know, it was like very cinematically done. And, um, you know, that's obviously very Disney based and people really dug into that, but for the most part, we're we're not huge, huge, like Disney only stuff. I would love to have a separate channel that was just about theme parks. Um, but you know, 
I don't have that time right now. There's only so many hours in the day. Exactly. Um, well, could you, if you, this is too personal, what, could you tell us how you pay your videographers and uh, editors and all that sort of thing? Or like how you found them too. That's a, that's one of the problems we're having right now. How do you source? Yeah, because we're trying to find a one that, that can show up on a regular basis and how much do you pay and what's a reasonable price to pay? That's, I know it depends on the market probably, but yeah, I was gonna say that depends on the market. It's like asking like, how do you find an EA or any, you know, a, a transaction coordinator? What do you pay them? Right. It's going to sure. be regional. Yeah. Um, but my, my guy, my guy will make, you know, between 50 and $60,000 this year um, just for me. And so, right. and that's putting out a hundred pieces of content. So wow. for, for me, it's a good deal, but for him, he knows that he's got like a really strong base that he can also because he also does video for um like architectures and builders and he like disney actually hired him to go do video at their their high-end neighborhood it's called golden oak here and so um like he he does really well in his own right but we found him because he was actually a photographer for us on our um our listings and so and he's a young guy he was like i followed him on instagram i just noticed like very cinematically he was like always like posting stories and then like i was like man you're gonna start doing videos soon aren't you he's like oh yeah i definitely would love to and then so he started introducing that as like a service and i'm like whoa, whoa, whoa wait a minute okay before you get too far down the pipe and i can't afford you we should try <laughs> messing around and, and doing a couple of things so we did like two videos a month and one a week now it's two a week and obviously he's continuing to grow um from a financial aspect and so now he's helping me with you know cutting up the videos and putting them on igtv he actually hired an editor so he can basically just be the creative and and go out there so i don't pay any extra to that person it all just funnels through him um but i think you know somebody starting out it really is going to depend on how much that person's doing versus how much you're going to pay them. Right. So, yeah, sure. um, when I started out and it was like me and my cell phone, um, I did all the editing at night on iMovie and that was it. Then eventually I was like, you know, I've got a couple closings. Um, I'm, I, I hate the editing portion, even though I, because time-wise, I was like behind all yeah. the time in my log, yeah. right? And that's a lot of us are creatives, you know, get behind on, we, we create something amazing. We've got the video set, but then like we're selling houses and, and that kind of thing. So the first thing I did was hire an editor and I paid her like 80 bucks to edit the videos and they were just okay, you know? Um, and then, then eventually I was like, okay, I'm going to hire this kid now. Now he's paying, he's, I'm paying him, you know, 500 bucks or so a video, but I'm still doing all the research. I'm doing the keyword research. I'm doing the whole, like, I give him an outline of like shots that I want to get. Um, I do the scouting location. Right. So all I do is, sh you know, I show up, here's what we're going to shoot. He shoots it, sends it to the editor. Right. So I think we both have a really good thing going, but there's plenty of people that I know where the, they, they want to do a video and it's $2,000 and people are like, why is it so expensive? Well, because they're they're picking, they're scouting the locations, they're doing everything, right? Sure, and so sure. the more that you can retain, the less you'll pay. Right. Okay. Well, that's that's really I'm that's really interesting. I mean, so so Bern and I, well, Bern, I guess, is maybe a step ahead of me because he does have videographer for some of his videos, but we both just recently outsource our editing because we just don't have time. I mean, literally, yeah. the amount of leads that we're getting in on our channels, it's and especially again, this market is so crazy. So that's, um, yeah, life goals for us is to get to where you're at. And I have to say your videographer is awesome. I love the way that he films. I love, it reminds me of watching like the office or somehow it's kind of like, you know, the shaky, uh, not shaky camera. I don't know what you call that. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Style, you know, Gary V style sort of, you know? Yeah. Cause he, cause we, we, he, at first we started having him on the gimbal. And yeah. then I was like, you know, it took him too long to like get it balanced, especially in between shoots and like oh. or in between locations. And like I'm ADD to begin with. So I'm like, dude, we gotta go. We gotta go. Like this needs to be in and out 90 minutes. Let's go. And so, um, anyways, he just was like, Well, I think I can I can kind of steady it up enough. And like we started, I started sending him examples of like other non-real estate stuff. And and yeah, you you nailed it. So yeah, kind of like um uh modern family, the office, all of those kind of things are shots very similarly that way.
very cool. That's cool. Um, have any um, like local like sponsorships come up for like has Disney tried to spawn? I'm not sure. I don't know any of this information, but have they reached out to you at all as far as you want to do a video about reopening of Disney World or? No, I mean, I wish I, I, we're actually in the process of getting approved as a media a partner with Disney right now. And, and by, by getting media passes, essentially, so we can start getting into some of the new rides and new shows and new kind of stuff like oh, that. Cool. Uh, awesome. Yeah. So that'll be a lot of fun uh, just from a content perspective. Uh, but no, if, you know, I've had, it's just mostly, you know, realtors and or vendors wanting my, like my business. So, <laughs> um, but well, I, I'm good. guessing that's going to change probably in the next uh, six months or so. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Here's the hoping, more yeah. your channel grows, the more people are aware of it. I mean, I see some of your videos and people are recognizing you on the street from, from your videos. Yeah. It's, it's, it's literally every time we go out now. Uh, and it's just, <laughs> if, if he can catch it on video, he tries, but yeah, it's like, it's almost never like literally at, um, last Thursday we were out shooting like two people stopped us while we were shooting. It was, it's cool. I mean, it's, um, it's, it's good, you know, that we're building the brand that way. And, and so I'm just, yeah, I'm just real proud of what, everything we're all doing. I mean, you're, you're going to be at 50,000 subscribers, like literally before we know it, like, because you so. just got to 10 and you're like almost at 11 already. I feel like you just had the announcement you're at 10. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Like some, some of the, and it, I wish I could understand that, you know, any feedback you guys have would be great. Like I, I think I, it ebbs and flows so much, you know, like sometimes yeah. I'll get 2000 subs in a month and then it backs down to a thousand and then it's 15. It's like, it's constantly happening and flowing and I could put out the same amount of videos. That's the reason we went to two a week because I did notice that like retention and like subscribers coming back went up, um, you know, when we started putting out two a week. And so just trying to figure out that algorithm that yeah, I think all I mean, of us are trying to figure out. My, I, what I believe, I mean, two def two week definitely helps, especially in this, the real estate game because no one else is doing two. So if you're mm -hmm. the one doing two, you're going to grow faster. And I also think YouTube just randomly pushes you certain weeks and certain weeks it doesn't. So like, I think it goes almost like a cycle. That's I mean, that's just that way. the way I feel. Sometimes I feel like my subscriber base jumps incredibly. Yep. And, you know, I'm posting similar content every week. And then one week it, it'll die down a little bit. And then the next week goes right back up again. So yeah. You know, I don't know exactly how their cycle works, but that's what it feels like to me. So for sure, you have sure. a TubeBuddy installed? Not anymore. No, okay. I, I like literally just use Morning Fame. That's it now. So the the only reason I was going to bring that up is because if you go onto other people's pages, like you go on a Christina Smallhorns or um, uh, you know any of those guys, or you can go into their their channels and it'll show you how their channels doing over time, and you'll see there's ebbs and flows just like ours do just at a, at a bigger level. So I'm, I'm human is what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Good. I think it goes for no matter how good you are, there's ebbs and flows. I think that's true on, on, uh, on YouTube. So is there anything you're trying to change? I guess, I mean, we're almost, well, not quite halfway through 2021, anything you're looking to, to change or add, or just kind of continue on the same path you're going. So we added, um, we added uh, YouTube live over the past two months and that I, I hate like game changer, like people saying game changer, but that's one of the very few things like morning fame was big for me doing uh, YouTube lives has been really big for me. And that's just really been for the interaction of the, the subscribers has been incredible. Like I'll do a, I'll do a live every other week now on Saturday at one o'clock and I'll have a hundred people show up and watch live and for like an hour. And then I, I invite them to go follow me on Instagram because I already know they're subscribed typically on YouTube. And, um, and then like, that's like such easy free content. Like I sit in this room, you know, my kids go play upstairs and they know daddy's working for that hour to stay quiet. And I just sit there and I answer questions and it's, it's incredible to see how many people show up. And then also that those videos then get thousands of views within the next week. And it, it didn't cost me anything like StreamYard, 
and then hanging out, you know, it's like, it's a, it's a cool thing. So, um, for me, I love doing those. If I could, if I thought that I could have enough fresh content to do it every week, I probably would. Um, but yeah, those, those YouTube lives have been great. So leaning into some more of that, and then also doing cross promotion between YouTube and Instagram and growing both channels together. So I, like I added like a thousand followers on Instagram in the past three weeks. Most of that was just because I keep pushing people on my YouTube videos to go follow me over there and then back and forth. Right. And so, um, that's the other initiative that we're working on. That's a good plan. Cause I, I, Dan's much better at Instagram than I am, but I I'm trying to get better at it because it's just, again, trying to get all this stuff together at one time has been, been challenging. Trying to keep up with both platforms, I guess at the same time has, has been difficult. So it gets to be it tough. Is. That's for sure. But yeah, you yeah, get me and Dan like- did. Oh, I'm sorry. Me and Dan did our first, um, YouTube live together this past week and we had a really oh, yeah. good turnout. So I think we're going to try to do that more regular sort of like how Jeremy Knight brings on different people. So we're going to yeah. try to do this maybe once a month or once every other week, something like that. And we had probably 50 people on at one time, you know? Yeah. We had a for 90 minutes. So yeah, that's insane. Like just think, just like think about like how, how, <laughs> how much prep work and cost would it take for you to get 50 people to show up to yeah. one location and listen to you talk about real estate for 90 minutes, right? There's like the, from the promotion behind it to the cost. It's insane. And like, here they are hanging out with you whenever it is. And they're happy to do it. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just, for me, it, it was kind of like an, uh, I just actually, one day I was like, oh, I, I've got, I can do this live thing. I didn't even know I could. And I just turned my laptop on on like an <laughs> afternoon on a Saturday and like 30 people like randomly showed up and hung out with me for 40 minutes. I'm like, ah, we're onto something. Right. So now it's been growing ever since. Yeah. Well, the YouTube live has been really, especially because we don't, if you can't get a video out that week, you can just go live and then yeah. put another video out. So and it doesn't exactly. cost you anything. You just sit there for literally for 90 minutes. We had people just asking questions. We had to cut it off eventually because I was yeah. hungry and tired and <laughs> to get off. So it was awesome. I love it. Yeah. I love it. We finished our beer. You know, it was, it was just time after an hour and a yeah. half. Done now. With Dan and Burn. You know? <laughs> love it. Okay. Well, one other question I have for you. What if someone was just starting to get into the, the yeah. YouTube slash video game? What would your... Any advice you would give them? You know, main advice for people starting out is just consistency. And, um, you know, you you can't get better at something unless you're doing it often. And so um, I think so many agents that get into this business, right? um, They do open houses once every other month, right? And like, you don't really get very good at it. If you're prospecting for sale by owners, expireds, calling your database, doing anything. And if you're doing it sporadically, you're just never going to get good. And video is, is definitely the same as that. And so I think YouTube in, in particular rewards consistency. And so, um, you know, getting better talking on camera, getting better at editing, being more consistent will help you bring in more consistent leads. And so, uh, for me, if I had one piece of advice to just like, you know, get started and then stick with it. Yeah. I think a lot of people, Oh, keep going Dan. I was just going to say, I think a lot of people would look at your channel or your, your current videos and say, I will never be that good on camera. I'll never be that comfortable in front of the camera, but then they won't actually look and see you've done over 300 videos in the last three years. I mean, you right. do videos a week just on YouTube. Plus you got lives going out. Plus you're on Instagram, all these other things. It takes time to get that good. I mean, maybe yeah. you probably have some natural talent as well, but for anyone out there that's looking at, you know, your, your finished product after 300 videos and, and comparing it to themselves, don't do that. 
Yeah. I mean, the whole like Malcolm Gladwell, like 10,000 hours, like I definitely got my 10,000 hours in at this yeah. point. And they don't see the 40 videos that I hid that you can't see on my channel because they were so sucky, right? Like me, like it just, it looked terrible. Like I was, you know, even though I was cutting out the stutters, I was still stuttering. And, uh, you know, eventually you realize that like people want you to win when you're on video, like they want something good from you and, um, and you can just be yourself. That's like the key, I think. But, um, yeah, the consistency thing is, is massive. That's awesome. And do you uh, monetize your channel or do you not put ads on it? Dude, I just started this week actually, because all of wow. a sudden YouTube forced me to, like they just started monetizing my videos for me. Really? Um, it's turned off. And yet now, like, I don't know if you've seen this, there's articles that have come out from YouTube that said that we're going to start randomly monetizing, even if you don't want to monetize. Oh, I did hear about that. Yeah. So like I have an, I have a separate channel just for my group with all of our team interviews. So like, just like, you know, Hey, your origin story, like stuff that I don't want on my main channel. And all of that, like there's only seven subscribers, right? And like maybe, a, you know, 5,000 views on the channel, uh, but it's monetized and I'm not making money from that. YouTube is. And so, um, yeah, I started turning it on because, because of that very thing. So now I'm, you guys are, you guys are probably know this even better than I do, but like, I got to figure out how to monetize, but then turn off like agent ads because I do have a lot of agents that then show up. Right. So. So, you know, Johnny's looking to move to Orlando and all of a sudden he's seeing the team from down the streets ads before my video. I got to figure out a way to like, yeah. Can you turn that off? Can you turn off agents ads on your, channel? I don't know. I think you can, there's like negative keywords that you can go against. Um, I don't, I'm sure I don't, Daniel beer is going to start doing that. If he has not. Oh, already done to our channel. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Don't get me started on our podcast, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't know how, how to do that. Um, I, I know Christina is a big advocate of just saying, don't worry about it because, you know, people are watching hours and hours and hours and hours of you talking. Why the heck are they going to pick a random yeah. agent that puts an ad in front of your videos? Like it just doesn't make any sense. Obviously there's a chance that people could click on those, but um, yeah, at the end of the day, like do you, what percentage of your leads are you going to lose because of some random agent promoting themselves in front of your videos? Probably a pretty small amount. Yeah, yeah that's probably, that's probably very true. Yeah, they're watching YouTube to be like, you know, get information, not to be sold. So yeah, yeah that's, a, that's very true. That's that's I should probably not even think about it. But I, I will tell you, Christina was one of the first to tell me, like, if you start monetizing, your videos will start showing up more. I have not seen that. I mean, but it's only been two videos. So I don't know. We'll we'll track it over time. Um, but yeah, she I remember she mentioned that like YouTube's gonna like, hey, if you can make if they can make money off you, they'll push your stuff more. So we'll see if that, that becomes well, true. Well, you already get a ton of views, so maybe it's hard to get too many more. <laughs> yeah, right. That's true. That's so, true. Yeah. Well, and Burn learned just this last week from monetizing on the live videos when you got like an hour long video or whatever, and you're and you have the, the ads on, you can be putting an ad in, fr in front of them every couple of minutes, and it becomes so repetitive and so challenging. So we've we've decided for the live videos, don't put the ads on. But if YouTube's doing it themselves, then I mean, I guess I could be a game changer. But or just there. limit at least limit the amount of ads you put on a live because if you're on there for 90 minutes and an ad pops every three minutes, then they're gonna you're gonna drive your viewers insane. Which yeah, one I, I had one comment from a guy that said, I love the video, man, but turn off those ads, it's killing me. So yeah, I think that's that's probably true. And I think it um yeah, I think that's probably true. I don't know what else to say. I'll figure it out. This monetize my my thing. Oh, here's what I was gonna say is like if if the um the platform now has video or ads everywhere that now becomes the norm. Right. And so for, for me also, I wasn't monetizing because I was like, well, I don't want to waste their time. I don't want that five seconds or 10 seconds because yeah, I, I, I cared it. about the user experience. Right. To me, I was like a couple hundred bucks a month 
I'm going to make means nothing to me compared to the user experience. And yeah. so, but now if they're getting ads everywhere, well, then I might as well turn it on, right? Yeah, yeah. I just limit the amount of ads that show up just so you're not losing viewers by having, you know, 10 ads in 10 Too minutes many. or something. So Yeah, agreed. And for anyone listening out there, just get YouTube premium for whatever it is, $5 a month, and then you don't have to watch any ads. <laughs> it doesn't help for the user experience, but for your experience. For your experience, you got it. Um, is, let's see, Ken, is there, is there anything that we're missing? What else, what else do people need to know about YouTube? What haven't we talked about? Oh man, I'm sure you guys have covered it in past shows, but I think, um, you know, so yes, the video matters, right? The title matters, you know, what you shoot it about matters and, and having those key phrases, I think is really important. Um, but yeah, diving in and understanding, you know, what YouTube's looking for on the thumbnails, like the thumbnails are huge. Like my, if you look back my, you know, even a year ago, my thumbnail game was horrible and now it's getting a little bit better. It's still not where it needs to be. Um, but like, you know, tracking those, like I track everything and I'm not even a naturally analytical guy and a guy, but I just want to, I do want to win. So, uh, to me, winning is more views and more leads and that kind of thing. And so, uh, you know, the, the amazing thing about YouTube is the, the analytics that it gives you. And so, you know, for me, um, everybody's like, what's a good click through rate or how, what's a good view count? Like that's so personal, like to everybody's channel, right? Cause my yeah. views compared to Casey's views are like way different. Right. Uh, and so like his click through rate is going to be different than mine. And so for me, it's just constantly, you know, tracking your own stuff and trying to get a little bit better every dime or every video, uh, is kind of what you should focus in on. So I guess that's probably my other, my other tip is to kind of like, you know, pay, pay attention to those things. If people aren't clicking through, change out the thumbnail, you know, change out the title, get things kind of changed around until they start catching on. And it, oh, one last question I have for you. I don't want to take up too much of your time here. You're what good. is there certain types of videos that you found to do way better than other ones? moving two videos are the best, like right. for, for us anyways, like it's, there's a whole channel on it now here in Orlando, which pisses me off a little bit, but, um, it's like, you know, <laughs> moving to Orlando, it's like their website, their channel, their everything. And so they took a little bit of clout for me, but, uh, but the moving two videos seem to do really well. So like, what's a couple suburbs in San Diego there, uh, Poway, Carlsbad, um, Carlsbad. Yeah. So like moving, so I would, I would go like, you know, eventually you're going to want to do a moving to San Diego video, which you probably have already done, but then, you know, doing the moving to Carlsbad, moving to Santee, moving to wherever, right. Um, all of those things I think are, would probably crush. Um, so for me, that's been really huge. So the moving to Orlando one's been great, but then all of the ones around it are probably where we're getting the most amount of our leads from. Uh, and, and so, yeah, that's what I would shoot if I was wherever you were at. Yeah. I, I always call mine like living in, but maybe I should moving to would be better than living in like moving to Poway, moving to Carlsbad, moving to Del Mar. So, mm -hmm. okay. Interesting. Are you yeah, shooting that today, Burn? I'm doing a Poway one today. So that's why I'm curious if maybe I should call it. I'm going to try it moving to Poway instead of living in Poway. See what happens. See if yeah. it makes any difference. Okay, cool. Nice. Okay. Well, um, let's, let's get to the end of this year and we have a quick fire challenge for you, Ken. How's that sound? Cool. Let's do it. <laughs> so I just have a list of questions and you can just a uh, quick, simple response. And uh, starting now, Ken, pizza or burgers? Pizza. Uber or Lyft? Uber. Favorite app? Instagram. Instagram, all right. Um, what are you currently reading? Um, the Obstacles Away by Ryan Holiday. We're doing it as a team. It's like my fourth time through the book. Okay. Yeah, you were talking about him earlier today. That's yeah. a good book you recommend? Yeah. Uh, Obstacles Away and Ego is the Enemy. Those two are like the, uh, the quintessential Ryan Holiday. Love it. Let me check that out. Um, Clubhouse or TikTok? I'm such an old millennial. Um, 
I was I was on the Clubhouse train, man, and it just yeah. it just lost me. So I think TikTok at this point. I was the same way. I loved Clubhouse in the beginning, but I just feel like it's lost all its steam lately. Um, yeah. Continue. Sorry. Oh, all good. Um, favorite YouTube creator doesn't have to be real estate. Uh, Peter McKinnon still. It's my guy. Yeah, he's good. Uh, Star Wars or Game of Thrones? Star Wars. <laughs> and, and because I know you've uh, you've been working out a lot lately, gotten in good shape. Morning, you work out in the mornings or in the evenings? In the evenings, yeah. Really? Morning mornings would be so much better for me, and yet I do it in the evenings because that's when I I know I can get it in. No, I'm the exact opposite. Um, exp or real? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, since Malcolm went there this morning, I'll call it real. Uh, <laughs> Uh, no, I think you guys are both great. You're good people. <laughs> and then, um, East coast or West coast beaches, which is better. Oh, um, I mean, I'm going to call it East, East coast. Cause that's where I live. Right. But, uh, you know, best, best beach in the, in the country was 45 minutes away from me. So they say, uh, but East coast is what we're going to say. What beach is that? Clearwater voted multiple times as the beach, best beach in the country. That's the where the Phillies do their spring training. We love Clearwater. Yep. Well, when right. Bern and I make it out there, we'll definitely let you know. And when you come out to Please San do. Diego, we'll show you how awesome the beaches are out here. Dude, I bet you it's, I, I remember going to some Mike Ferry events when I first got in the business and staying at the Hyatt there. And I was like, man, this place is so beautiful all the time. You guys are lucky. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, we really appreciate your time, Ken. You are awesome. Um, really look up to what you're doing in the YouTube realm. And uh, yeah, man, it was just a pleasure to have you on. Thanks, man. I appreciate you guys. All right. Thanks, Ken. Appreciate it, man. Well, I just wanted to thank Ken Pozek for being on the show today. Uh, really good knowledge. So if you're ever trying to up your YouTube game, then Ken is definitely a person you want to talk to. And if you ever have a client moving to Orlando, please reach out to Ken, the Pozek team, and he will take very good care of you. Thank you guys all for listening. If you guys want to connect with us, uh, check us out on the Tactical Real Estate Agent Facebook page and tune in to us next week. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Bye. Bye.